that I've been doing to the point in Chicago, and he's doing this. I mean, that is what Bobby the Brain Heenan would call a ham and egger move. What the heck's going on in Champaign, Illinois with Brett Bielema? They, they have a real shot to get to. Frazier's got it, and the Big Ten Championship is in And now, broadcasting live and local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois, it's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks. Save the uh, for tomorrow. We need her. <coughs> Excuse me. And Eric Fry. <sighs> it's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. To another day, to another edition of the uh, starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. What's happening out there, people, here on this uh, feel-good Friday? Not going to lie, the vibes are high here today on the uh, program. And it is the uh, last Friday of the month as well. So Mm -hmm. it's something uh, to uh, note there as well. February 23rd. And what's happening out there? Travis Sparks and Eric Fry alongside today. And uh, coming up here, we got some uh, local sports to uh, recap there uh, from uh, last night in high school girls basketball sectional championships. We had uh, three area teams here in FEM County going uh, for a sectional uh, championships. And unfortunately, only one of them was able to uh, take home the uh, sectional title. But it was a first time sectional championship in 43 years. So uh, we'll be a hit up on that. That's why the vibes are so high here today. And we'll try to keep things rolling into a boys basketball tonight. And uh, it's the regional championships for the uh, boys this evening. So uh, we'll see who will punch their tickets to the uh, sectional semifinals next week there. So uh, uh, we'll take a look at all of those matchups, and uh, we'll also uh, be covering uh, some more basketball as well. We got the NBA starting off their second half last night. We had a college basketball uh, from last night and uh, this weekend. Uh, the Illini are back in action on a Saturday. They'll have more to say about that coming up after we're done here with mm-hmm. the Sports Spectacular, powered by the IlliniGuys.com. All the reactions from that uh, loss there the other night against Penn State and uh, the uh, a game against Iowa tomorrow afternoon that you'll hear right here. And we had some uh, we had upsets in the women's basketball last night. Mm-hmm. Iowa going down again. So Caitlin Clark kept in check there. Oh yeah. And uh, Indiana ended up beating them there. So uh, we'll hit up on that. And we had a spring training there mm-hmm. yesterday. The Dodgers are off and running. I would say so after spinning. Billions of dollars in the offseason. 
Yep. <laughs> and so we'll hit up on that. And the first spring training of the uh, Cardinals will be uh, tomorrow. Yep. And uh, so that's exciting uh, there against the Marlins. And we'll have coverage since the Illini is here. We'll have it over on a WCRA mm-hmm. uh, there for uh, starting off the spring training yep. season uh, there. So, uh, and I think that is it from the from that, and uh, also have some NASCAR to talk about this weekend yep. as well. We got to get to NASCAR Pick'em. NASCAR Pick'em Entertainment, and uh, we'll see uh, if maybe I can throw in uh, some some Cubs updates as they take on the White Sox today in their. So ah, spring, spring training, training debut. Yes, yes. Very nice. Which means Cody Bellinger still has not signed. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I mean, might as well just wait until the, yeah. the start of the real season. I wait till the All-Star break. You don't need spring training. Wait till the All-Star break. Or anything like that. Baseball uh, season's too long as it is. I've heard those people. Apparently, yeah, I've heard those mm-hmm. as well. So uh, whatever we don't get to here in the uh, Treasure Show, we'll get to into the uh, podcast in some sort of fashion. You can find that favorite podcast wherever you find your favorite pods. And also with the website, femradio.com is a, a good place to uh, find that as well. And go out and explore that. Uh, we got a local sports on there from last night with the scores and recap and uh, local news and trading posts and all that stuff on our website there. Check it out and peruse there. All right, uh, so uh, set the table uh, here on uh, the uh, starting uh, lineup, and it's going to be a a good uh, show. I can feel it's going to be a good day here on the program. And, of course, the starting lineup would not be possible without the help from Tingley Insurance Agency, McMahon Meets, and Tatopolis State Bank. All right, so we need to a uh, lot to cover here today, so we need to jump right into it. And let's get it started, and let's hit it up with First Things First. Before we get into the show... First things first. And we're starting off in high school basketball. We're starting off there in high school girls basketball from last night. We had three area teams going for a sectional championships. And the one that was able to get it done and advance here as they keep their season alive. It's the Altamont Lady Indians as they are elite as they move into the Elite Eight for the first time in a 40 three years last time it happened was 1981 for the girls and uh, it was Altamont winning against Salt Fork there last night and it ended up being a 10-point game there with the final score it was a low scoring defensive battle 39 to 29 was the uh, final as Altamont wins to advance to the Elite Eight and are going to the Super Sectionals on Monday yeah and just you know, what What more can you say about this Altamont team, Travis? They once again just found a way. They played Altamont basketball, and they're rewarded with their second sectional championship in school history. Mm, weathered the storm was the theme, and uh, that's exactly what they did there uh, last night as the uh, scoring and the points were hard to come by mm-hmm. there. We knew it would be with uh, the storm having such a great defense, only giving up about 28 points a game. 
this season, and uh, they were on point there. But Altamont, they played uh, some of their best defense here in the uh, postseason, just last game against Tuscola, and then uh, this game uh, there as well. Impressive effort on that side of the floor. So uh, every possession is magnified in the postseason, and it's even more magnified when it's so lower scoring like it was there last night, and points were hard to come by in the opening quarter as neither offense was stalling or anything, any sort of stall tactics. Uh, there was just a defensive battle, and uh, it was Altamont, Grace Nelson, and Kylie Osteen putting up buckets in the opening quarter there, and uh, South Fork, they had uh, some uh, buckets there from Macy Russell and Bryce Heard, but that was the only points that either team scored in the early going, and it was tied at four after one quarter of play. And then uh, Altamont kind of go to go into there in the uh, second quarter. It came back and forth a little bit there as uh, Macy Russell uh, was one of the main threats there for uh, the Storm. Uh, she ended up with 12 points in the game, and. Uh, Altamont was able to uh, do it just enough there to uh, gain the lead at halftime. They had it 12 to 10, uh, but uh, South Fork, they had the rebounding advantage in the first half, and it's kind of uh, what was able to uh, get them in front at a couple of different points in the uh, first half. And, you know, Altamont did a better job there in the second half of rebounding uh, the basketball, but it was kind of back and forth there for a little bit. But, uh, there towards the end of the third and uh, the start of the fourth, kind of tell that things were changing and the momentum uh, was going uh, fully into Altamont's favor. And when they finally opened it up and started getting some separation, uh, they never looked back. Uh, there, Grace was uh, seven for eight from the line to close things out there in uh, the uh, fourth quarter. Uh, Kylie Osteen was uh, great offensively there last night as she had six points, huge points. Larkins with a couple of putbacks, and she was great on the offensive-defensive glass when Altamont needed him the most. Skyly Klein made a clutch three uh, there when it was back and forth. Uh, Payne Osteen had a couple of free throws there in the fourth quarter to help close it out. Uh, so uh, just a master performance by the Lady Indians and also to keep uh, Alexa Jamison uh, bottled up. Only five points in the game for her. She's all state. Wow. In both as a sophomore, both in basketball and in softball, and she didn't score until the fourth quarter uh, there. So mm. uh, Altamont really ramping up the defense uh, on her uh, there. So uh, Nelson ended up finishing with 24 points, like I said, and uh, Altamont is uh, making history there. First time since 1981. Yeah, and like like we said, I mean, this team just feels like a team that's hitting its stride. Mm -hmm. They 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 don't feel like they've peaked. They feel like they're still kind of on the up, right? As they're moving forward. So, um, not to to make reference at Travis, but I'll reference the NASCAR Full Speed Netflix show. You know, I I just finished watching that, and we'll talk about that in the pod. But, um, you know, Ryan Blaney was talking in that final episode about how I feel we're peaking at the right time. And we had some times where we were down this year, but I feel our team is peaking at the right time. Mm -hmm. To me, that feels like Altamont. They had some down times in the middle of the season, but they, they feel like they're peaking at the right time. And uh, the sentiment kind of there in the postgame with uh, Coach Carr was, uh, you know, they went on that uh, long winning streak, like, what, 18 or 19 yeah. games in a row. 
then they end up losing the championship to uh, St. Anthony in the conference tournament, and then they dropped a couple of games, T-Town, Father McGivney, Paris at the end of the season, and I think that that kind of took they took those losses to heart because they kind of heard the outside noise of, oh, okay, you know, yeah, you won all those games in a row, but uh, maybe they lost a step towards the end of the season. And I think that they've, in that Michael Jordan meme, they took it personal. They did. And uh, they've come out and into the postseason and uh, really showed that, hey, it, it was a tough schedule there at the uh, very end. And it was all about matchups with St. Anthony. They didn't match up well with the Bulldogs, but they matched up well with Tuscola again, beat them twice, and then uh, saw Fork there uh, last night. So uh, Altamont improves to a 26-6 and six on the season, and they're sectional champions for the second time in their program history, and they advance to a Monday's a super sectional game, and they're in a farmer city as it's going to be at Blue Ridge High School. The uh, tip-off is scheduled to be at a 7 o'clock, and uh, you bet that we'll be there to mm-hmm. uh, cover the game over on a Jack FM and on the website and on the app as well. And we had uh, some uh, tense moments there trying to find out who Altamont would end up facing there in a Farmer City. As after the game, uh, I didn't really look at so much stuff was happening during the actual game right. and whatnot. I wasn't able to uh, check in live. Uh, with uh, the Assistant Park and GCMS game. Uh, but then after the game was over, they were like, the game's in double overtime, tied at 38. So, and then the app wouldn't update as well, so to keep us in more suspense uh, there. But it was end up Assistant Park ended up getting the win in a double OT there over GCMS, 43-42, to advance to take on the Lady Indians on Monday. And let me tell you this, Travis, speaking about Farmer City Blue Ridge, a place I have been before. Pass this message along. Mm-hmm. Dress warmly. It is cold in that gym. That gym is cold. Okay. All the time. And sometimes <laughs> it causes shooting to be cold as well. Hmm. Seen it the past two years with Cumberland when they go there. So, okay. just letting you know is the broadcasting part. <laughs> Dress warmly because it's always cold in that gym. Dress warm. All right. Well, he had the umbrellas and the galoshes out yesterday to weather the storm, and it looks like we'll have to get the parkas out. Yes. I guess, or whatever. I don't know what Cisna Park is. Uh, They're the Timberwolves. Okay. Well, I'm just saying it's cold in that gym. (laughs) T-Wolves will be all right. They got the fur, you know, Altma. They got the the blankets, you know, that they can... uh, uh, dress up in uh, Cisna Park is a 27 and seven on the uh, season, and something that was uh, brought up to me uh, there uh, last night was they do have some common opponents. They uh, actually uh, did face GCMS at some point uh, during the regular season uh, there as well, and they were able to uh, beat them there 36-23. Uh, but then a lot closer game last night in double overtime, and they also faced uh, Salt Fork twice and a South Fork was able to uh, get the win both times but it was a combined four points uh, there as it was on December 27th and also another matchup on January 6th so I uh, do have uh, that in common there with uh, Altamont at least facing South Fork and Altamont travels one of only three two seeds still going mm. in 
uh, of the eight remaining. So. Still going. Yep. Mm, so uh, System Park was the number one seed in uh, their uh, sectional uh, there. So uh, spot in the final four on the line on Monday, and we'll tell you more about that uh, coming up uh, a little bit later uh, there in uh, the uh, show. But uh, we had a couple other uh, area teams in action there last night looking for uh, sectional champions, and it was uh, Robinson getting the win in the uh, Newton sectional as it was Robinson's first ever sectional championship with the win over T-Town. 59-55 was the uh, final score there as uh you know it was a close game there in the first quarter 19 to 14 close game throughout i guess you would really say mm -hmm. uh but robinson ended up uh, outscoring 14 to 8 there in the second 14 to 10 and the third and then t-town kind of was even with them there in the final quarter uh but robinson was able to uh, edge him out there as marissa zane she was on it there last night 25 points to uh, lead the way there for the Maroons. Mm. Jones had 17, and Odell ended up with 12 points uh, there. And uh, Marissa Zane had three of the six three-pointers there by Robinson. Nice. Uh, last night, uh, Chloe Propes, she led the way of four uh, to Topolis as uh, she had a 20 points. Uh, Niemerg had 11, and Molly Ruall ended up with 10 points uh, there as well. So, uh, hey, congratulations to uh, Robinson, a first ever yes. sectional championship. They're on to the Supers as they kind of got the monkey off their back by beating Paris mm -hmm. in the semis, finally in the postseason. And then they take down to Topless for yep. their first ever title. Now I'll be taking on uh, Piatone, who beat uh, Watsika 31-30 to last night in another close game. So that'll be up at Tolona Unity. Yeah, Tolono and Unity uh, there at 7 o'clock on Monday there for Robinson. So, mm -hmm. obviously, they're trying to get to their first ever yes. uh, state appearance yep. in a program history. And uh, that would be uh, either the winner of the Vandalia Super Sectional, and that's Camp Point Central or Nashville. Nashville ended up beating uh, Bree Central there last night, 46-34. Uh, they're in their sectional mm -hmm. championship uh, there and uh, we also had in a uh, 3A we had uh, Highland uh, defeat FEM here 34 to uh, 31 in uh, that uh, closely uh, contested game uh, there Highland ended up having the three-point lead after one quarter but then uh, Highland ended up getting some distance with them in the hearts 15 to 7 they outscored them there but the hearts came back there in the second half 14 to 7 they outscored them in the third one point in the fourth but uh, coming up three points short, uh, there did the Hearts looking for their fourth sectional championship, but it was not to be uh, there last night. Uh, Martin ended up leading the way for the Hearts, and it was uh, Donaldson with eight. Uh, they're the next closest person to two double figures there. FEM the other night, I forgot to mention, but they had 14 three-pointers. It's one of the reasons why, big reasons why they beat Mount Vernon. Only one last night uh, there. So uh, could have saved some of those uh, three-pointers yep. there yep. from uh, the other night. But it uh, looks like that was a defensive battle. Ass crowd, awesome environment there mm -hmm. with FEM being at home for the sectional title. But uh, Highland, they weather the storm, and uh, they come into FEM and uh, get the win in hostile territory there. But uh, Hearts had a, an amazing run. Uh, there, but 
uh, fall in the sectional championship uh, there. And uh, let's see, uh, they'll advance to uh, take on uh, Chatham Glenwood in one of their sectional championship in the uh, get to come home for Highland mm-hmm. Super Sectionals, where that's at. And at 7 o'clock on a Monday, and the Chatham Glenwood's a three seed. Uh, they're advancing all the way there to Super Sectionals. And uh, also down there as well in a 3A, Lincoln took care of business as uh, they're on a mission there to get back to uh, the state tournament there in Bloomington as they won over Morton. 61-30 was the uh, final score there, so another blowout there for the rail splitters. And uh, they'll take on Dixon uh, in their Super Sectional uh, there on Monday at 7 o'clock. Dixon was... Uh, winner over Maple Park, 45-35 uh, there uh, last night. So uh, only eight teams remain in the classes in 1A, 2A, 3A. I, I hate, Travis, that looking at the 3A bracket, that the two best teams are going to face off in the state semifinals, and that being um, Montini and Lincoln possibly. Yeah, I think those are the two best teams in the whole state, and they're going to have to face off, not for the state title, but for the 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 state semifinal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, Travis, the Altamont Glen Carbon matchup will not be happening. Father McGivney lost last night. So. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, they lost to the uh, state champs yep. trying to defend their title. Oakville won against Father McGivney, forty-one twenty-nine. Yep. And uh, Goreville ended up beating Edwards County. Last night as well, so it'll be Oakville against Goreville in the mm-hmm. Oakville Super Sectional. So yep. they get to come home uh, there. Yep. So, ah, not going to happen. No rematch. Potentially. Mm. But uh, they'll take – I know Altamont definitely enjoyed the win there last night. They're trying to keep the vibes going as a great uh, welcome home there last night. And uh, the parade uh, there back into town, led by the fire trucks, the uh, police escort uh, mm-hmm. back into town uh, was awesome. And uh, I know Coach Carr was really excited about uh, that they get to practice today. Yep. And that means that you're still playing. That's right. And so uh, that's the best feeling in the world. And I know they enjoyed it last night, but it's now time to turn it over and get back to work and uh, get ready there. Uh, for Monday night's a super sectional in the Elite Eight. Altamont trying to get back to a state for the first time since that 1981 season. They ended up winning that super sectional uh, back then, but they uh, dropped their first game at state uh, there. So they didn't technically place there with the two-class system right. uh, back then uh, there. So uh, that's what we got. And uh, Altamont trying to keep the uh, vibes going, and they'll try to keep it going for the boys' team as what a crowd of there last night. I saw the, a lot of the boys there in the Tribal Council, Coach Niebergy, uh making an appearance there last night as well, and everybody having a good time there last night and trying to keep it going for the regionals tonight. And so we'll take a look at that game as well as the other games coming up in the regional championships tonight, and that's on the way here in the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have a 10-pound box of Pollock for $24.50 and New York strip steak 
for $12.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to our Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. Winter's chill got you avoiding routine car maintenance? At Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, we've got you covered. Skip the cold and let us come to you. We'll pick up your vehicle, take care of it, and bring it back, all without you leaving the comfort of your home or office. Keep your car running smoothly without stepping outside. Call us today for hassle-free service that comes to you. Dan Heck Chevrolet Toyota, South Route 45 in Effingham, or danheck.com online. Every 40 seconds a child is reported missing. Find the Children is a nonprofit organization dedicated to helping find missing kids. You can be a part of their mission by donating your unwanted car. Call 1-800-294-0222. You'll receive the maximum tax deduction and we provide fast, free pickup. Call 1-800-294-0222. Donate your unwanted or unused car. Call 1-800-294-0222. This advertisement was paid for in partnership with Cars R Us and Find the Children. To avoid digital threats, turn on NordVPN. It's trusted by millions of users. Just visit NordVPN.com. One of the fastest VPNs on Earth will block web trackers, malicious websites, and malware-ridden downloads. It will also encrypt your internet traffic while maintaining a smooth connection. So improve your digital privacy and protection against hackers with one simple click. Get the special deal at NordVPN.com and enjoy safer internet daily. NordVPN. Cybersecurity built for every day. And now, the starting lineup. I'll tell you that it's going to be Jacksonville versus the Bears in the Super Bowl. On 98.9 The Game. Start a lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. Just talked about the uh, girls, the sectional championships there last night. Let's take a look at the uh, boys basketball regional championships uh, for uh, tonight. We start off in uh, Class 1A, the game that's going to be over on uh, Jack FM tonight as Altamont has a game over there on every single night there on Jack FM with the boys and the girls both keep winning here as the week concludes there for Altamont trying to collect another plaque, another trophy for the trophy case as the two-seed Indians will go up against the Trojans of Blueford Weber there tonight at a 7 o'clock tip-off there for the regional title there in Altamont and Weber. Uh, both a impressive uh, record, 30-3 and a three on the season are the uh, Trojans uh, so far. And we kind of tracked their uh, losses there. Uh, they faced Waltonville three times, actually, and uh, they uh, lost to them twice. But they also did beat them there by seven was the last time. And they also have lost to Goreville as well, which Altamont has lost to Goreville uh, there as well so mm-hmm. they do have that in common and obviously the other night uh weber beating a brownstown at st elmo there 
57 of 49 to get here to the regional title in Altamont winning against North Clay uh, there on Tuesday or Wednesday uh, there rather mm-hmm. um, and again the guy to look out for uh, tonight is Nathaniel Marlowe there for uh, Weber the sophomore that can fill it up 30 points last night against SEB I think uh, I saw he's averaging about 23 25 a game uh, there for the Trojans tonight so uh, looking forward to that regional championship Altamont trying to close out the week strong uh, bringing home sectional title and potentially a regional title uh, there tonight in Altamont. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Why we're uh, trying to play spoiler. Oh, yeah. Trying to, to end the week on a sour note for Altamont. But, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, this this Altamont team is playing some good ball right now, Travis. I, put, a I, douse, again, put a douse on those vibes. Yep. Again, talking about a team peaking. Yeah. They're another team that I feel like is, is peaking at the perfect time. Really are. So... Uh, they uh, will uh, go down tonight. They're at uh, 7 o'clock, and hopefully it's a, just a, like it was in the sectional uh, there last year with the Casey and Tuscola games. Those were awesome. So mm-hmm. hopefully it will replicate that uh, tonight there. Altamont looking to go uh, back-to-back regional champions uh, there. Another team that's looking to go uh, back-to-back there was uh, St. Anthony as they'll be in the Oka Valley Regional Championship. The Bulldogs, of course, are the number one overall seed there. They're taking uh, the uh, Purple Riders there from the LPC as Arcola comes in as the uh, four seed there. And uh, that uh, tips off at uh, 7 o'clock. And uh, these two championships will feed into each other there in the uh, St. Anthony sectional uh, there next week. So uh, St. Anthony trying to keep it there, great season going. And who knows, with all these upsets that have happened this mm-hmm. year, I guess crazier things have happened. And uh, if you're number one seed, you're definitely on high alert uh, there uh, elsewhere, especially in the bottom half of this region uh, there. So we'll see what happens tonight with uh, the Bulldogs and the Purple Riders yes. in Bethany uh, tonight. Uh, Another the, gym I'm very familiar with. Yeah, say I don't think I've ever, think I've ever been there. I we were talking about the Blue Ridge Gym. I have been there once before, mm. uh, but I don't remember it being so cold like you talked about. Yeah, so it was cold. Maybe I, maybe I haven't been there. Maybe I just thought I did. I don't know. Uh, the Edwards County Regional Championship uh, tonight. Edwards County, they uh, won against Dietrich the other night. They're trying to uh, keep the Cinderella run going as uh, they'll be up against the four seed uh, Centralia Chrysler Rock Lutheran uh, tonight there at uh, 7 o'clock in the uh, Class 1A uh, Casey Westfield Regional Championship. The uh, uh, two seed uh, uh, Tuscola will take on the three seed uh, Casey Warriors versus Warriors here. A Warrior will advance. There you go. And uh, that's a 7 o'clock tip off. Uh, there and uh, those two uh, regionals will feed into the uh, St. Anthony sectional uh, there as well uh, next week. So uh, we'll see what goes down to there tonight. Uh, South Fork uh, Regional Championship sees the Champagne and St. Thomas More uh, one seed against uh, three seeds Salt Fork at a seven. Uh, Class One A Argenta Regional Championship sees the host Argenta. This is the two-seed up against the five-seed Decatur St. Teresa at 7 o'clock. In a 2A, the Vandalia Regional Championships, it's uh, another team that's trying to keep the vibes going from last night uh, with uh, uh, the Maroons winning uh, girls 
Robinson will try to uh, pull off another upset mm -hmm. as uh, they'll try to keep it going. The six-seed Maroons against the five-seed Flora. And that's at 6 o'clock tonight there in Vandalia. Mm -hmm. And the uh, 2A Newton Regional Championship this is a heavyweight battle here. It's Teutopolis, the two-seed team that's a town, a team that's very comfortable in the Newton Gymnasium yep. with the girls playing there this week as well. They're up against the host Newton Eagles, 7 o'clock tonight. Uh, there, that one should be a great matchup. It should, yes. Uh, there, I believe these two teams have met up before this season, but I was trying to quickly look that up. But. Uh, we'll see whose computer is faster. It's probably... I think too at the uh, maybe the FKM Topolis. Uh, no, I think that they matched up there in in Newton before. Yes, uh, uh, it was January thirtieth. Yeah, and it was Topolis getting the win. Forty-three, thirty-four. Yep. So we'll see what happens there in the rematch mm -hmm. uh, tonight. There with the Shoes and Eagles heavyweight battle tonight. Uh, Monticello Regional Championship sees Talona Unity uh, going up against the uh, five-seed Warrensburg-Latham at seven. St. Joe Ogden Regional Championship sees the host two-seed St. Joe Ogden against the three-seed uh, Shelbyville. That's at uh, seven o'clock. They're trying to uh, keep the momentum going for mm -hmm. football. There's a Shelbyville. Try to take down St. Joe. Roxana Regional Championship, all Marquette against Roxana at seven. Uh, North Mac Regional Championship at the middle school. Uh, number one, Auburn against the four seed uh, Greenville at seven. Stanford Olympia Regional Championship, uh, Peoria Manual against uh, Clinton at six o'clock. And in the 3A Charleston Regional Championship, it's Mount Vernon going up against Olney at uh, seven o'clock. Olney trying to continue their momentum after that buzzer beater the other night against Matt Toom. Trying to do it again against the Rams. Uh, Marion Regional Championship, the Orphans, Centralia against Marion at uh, 7. And the Danville Regional Championship, uh, number one seed Mount Zion, uh, trying to keep their great year going. And uh, they'll be up against the four seed uh, Champaign uh, Central uh, tonight at uh, 6 o'clock there for a regional title for the Braves. Mm -hmm. We'll have those scores up on the uh, website at uh, some point uh, tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, so uh, check them out there and we'll be back to uh, recap them on uh, Monday's program uh, there as well as talk about those super sectional games for girls basketball as well on Monday. All right, we uh, we roll along here and we'll roll along into uh, some more uh, basketball, but we'll go to the uh, college realm. We'll see what happened there last night. We had an upset in women's basketball, so we'll take a look at that as well as the weekend to uh, come on the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Imagine the possibilities with the Topless State Bank. This is Justin Naders. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk to your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Totopolis State Bank. In Totopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. 
Hi, this is Brent with McMahon Meats here to tell you about this week's specials at our store. We have a 10-pound box of Pollock for $24.50 and New York Strip Steak for $12.49 per pound. Go to McMahonMeats.com or to our Facebook page for more of this week's specials. And remember, you get one pound of bacon free with a minimum $50 online order. McMahon Meats, where quality and convenience meet tradition. This is Lucas Crenning with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at checkethos.os.com. And now, where this is the first guy, and how many times? I'm going to get blasted for getting this wrong. Who wants to go first? Well, I'll go first. Semis once. Travis. Third round, three times. Semis once. once. The starting lineup. Like I said, by next week, it'll no, be completely No, no, that's wrong. Well, I mean, okay, no, it's not. So everyone gets $5. Jesus, oh, that was so stupid. On 98.9 The Game. So stupid. <laughs> Thought this was a freaking trick question. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. Jordan Bington, Stonewall, the Island Blues earned a 4 0 win at victory. Blues now fourth in the Central Division, 62 points and a 30 24 2 record. Detroit tomorrow. The Cardinals begin exhibition play with a split doubleheader in spring. take on the Mets at Clover Park at 12 10. St. Louis hasn't announced a starting pitcher for either game. You can hear, I believe, the one against the Marlins. Is that correct? I, I think so. Over on WCRA. St. Louis City SC kick off their second MLS season with a match against Real Salt Lake at City Park tomorrow night. Starts at 7.30. College basketball from yesterday. Lindenwood was crushed by UT Martin, 106-82. Southeast Missouri State lost to Little Rock, 83-61. Eastern Illinois fell to Tennessee State, 78-73. SIU Edwardsville edged Tennessee Tech, 78-77. And Western Illinois was defeated by Moorhead State, 78-57. Tomorrow, Lindenwood will host the Little Rock. Missouri State visits Belmont. Southeast Missouri State welcomes UT Martin. Eastern Illinois is on the road against Tennessee Tech. SIU Edwardsville travels to Tennessee State. Western Illinois is at home against Southern Indiana. Southern Illinois is at Evansville on Sunday, and the Bulls stumble in the third quarter and lost. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on a 98-9. Like that. Yeah, and lost. And lost. 129-112 to the Celtics. Uh, 
not starting off the second half strong. Outscored 37-21 in the third. Mm. I uh, I thought it was uh, – you mentioned the Blues there with uh, Bennington in the mm-hmm. uh, shutout. Mm-hmm. I also saw that they scored three goals in 32 seconds. That's impressive. Against the Islanders last night. I also had a uh, funny referee call there yeah. last night as well. Not as funny as he's giving him the business down there, but – Say so you're not gonna like this as a penalty against the Blues. Mm. That's what he said over the mic, and then said the penalty. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, go look it up. It's it's more better Take on Travis's video. Take word for it. Uh, we didn't get clearance for playing the audio. No, we can't play that. Otherwise, no, that'd be good. But no, can't play it. <sighs> All right, so take it from Travis. Take it from me. It yep. was funny. Uh, let's take a look at this. some uh, college basketball here as last night. Uh, Rutgers, well, they did not help the Illini as well, I guess at this point we need all the help we can get. But mm-hmm. uh, Rutgers was uh, took one on the chin there. They lost to Purdue 96-68 to was the uh, final. Uh, Zach Eady, 25 points, 7 boards. Uh, there he almost shot perfect from the field. But uh, Purdue... Blowing out Rutgers there mm-hmm. last night. Wasn't a good game there for the Scarlet Knights. No, it was not. But <sighs> could I use some help? But nope, not to be Travis. <laughs> Will not be. happen. Uh, we no did, help for you. We did have an upset there in the top five as Arizona went down. Arizona lost to Washington State, seventy-seven to seventy-four, was the final. So uh, number four team in the country, Wildcats. Going down there last mm-hmm. night uh, was I was thinking there was a, a game there in the uh, Big Ten or a few other games. Yeah, it was Minnesota over Ohio State, eighty-eight to seventy-nine. So, so much for the new coach, yeah. Ohio State. Yeah, uh, Northwestern beat Michigan, seventy-six to sixty-two. Michigan now three and thirteen mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. So, uh, Wildcats getting. The uh, tenth win for them in the Big Ten this year. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, uh, so that was uh, that was it there from uh, last night on the men's side. Uh, yep. I wanted to mention on the uh, women's side uh, there uh, there was a line out the door from Miles. It seemed like uh, to try to get into this one, uh, but Indiana they pulled off the upset. Yep, into those atrocious uniforms yes. by the Hoosiers. Yes, not just saying that from. Uh, an Illinois, Illinois fan, fan but yep. we all can agree they're not they're not good pleasing on the eyes no, especially from us broadcasters i yes. saw that pointed out by a few yep uh, people on social media uh there but uh, they Hoosiers got the win in those unis 8669 Caitlin Clark almost a triple double 24 points 10 rebounds 9 assists but uh Indiana got them blew them out yeah rush the floor uh, It'd be the number four team in the country. Yeah, but you're ranked 14th. <laughs> now, if North Carolina wants to rush the floor after they beat number six NC State last night by 10, I'm all for it. And say I didn't see any videos, but maybe ah, North Carolina, we don't rush the floor. No, no. We're like Alabama. We yeah. don't rush the field. No. What do you expect to win? We expect We're better that. than that. Not We're above girls that. basketball, Travis. <laughs> We're above rushing the floor. Ten and five in the ACC. <laughs> We're North Carolina. Not not on the girls' side of this. No, but no. They're not going to rush the floor. Speaking of girls' basketball, Travis, I'm glad you brought that up. Because, you know, 
we're getting close to the end of uh, end of February. Mm-hmm. Like you said, today's the final Friday of the month. Yep. Which means, you know, we're talking brackets and we're talking bracketology. Mm-hmm. And on the girls' side of things, guess who is one of the final four teams in? I don't know. As a 16 seed in the play-in game, EIU. EIU. EIU right wow. now, the 16 seed at 13 and 15 on the year. Hmm. Cool. Very cool. So, yeah, but they're 10 and 5 in conference play. So second in the conference right mm. now. Um, but yeah, hopefully that speaking of that Indiana team, EIU did lose to them uh, the second game of the season, 96 to 43. But they've been playing some good ball recently. Yeah. Uh, four straight wins for EIU. So maybe EIU can make it to the big dance, Travis. Mm, Saw that this morning. It got me excited. Maybe they can get EIU in there. in the girls' side, Indiana State on the men's side. Mm-hmm. Teams from around here are gonna go gonna go dancing. Definitely like to see it. There for sure. Uh, action of this weekend in uh, college basketball. Uh, here we have number two, Houston, at number 11, uh, Baylor, to get things started there tomorrow. We also have Vanderbilt at number 24, Florida. Washington at number four, Arizona. West Virginia at number six, Iowa State. Number eight, Duke at Wake Forest. 25, BYU at Kansas State. Number 20, South Carolina at Ole Miss. Number 10, North Carolina on the road against Virginia. Number 13, Alabama against number 17 in Kentucky. 23, Texas Tech at UCF. Texas at Allen Fieldhouse at number 9, Kansas. Number 14, Auburn against Georgia. Villanova at number 1, UConn. Texas A&M at number 5, Tennessee. 21, Washington State at Arizona State. Colorado State at number 22 at UNLV. San Diego at number 18, St. Mary's. At number 19, at San Diego State against Fresno State. And then a game that we'll have here on our airwaves here on 98.9 is the Illini. They're back in action, and they're back in Champaign. It's an orange out against Iowa uh, here. So uh, it can't be any worse than the other night, can it? I hope not. Uh, I, I don't know, Travis. I don't believe in this team anymore. <laughs> One game start to believe, and then... Uh, then the next. Maybe it's me. That's what I'm hoping. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's you. Me. Potentially. But it'll be our first matchup with the uh, Hawkeyes uh, this year. We'll close out with them uh, in Iowa City in the last game of the regular season following that Purdue game. But uh, line, I need a bounce back performance uh, here. Noon, a start time, we'll begin our pregame coverage. And uh, technically on the uh, television side, a 115, a tip off. Uh, there, so uh, we'll have coverage with uh, the uh, Brian Barnrew against the Hawkeyes tomorrow, and uh, the Illini guys or the Sports Spectacular, mm-hmm. powered by the Illini guys. dot com. We'll have more to say on that map, but coming up in a few minutes after uh, we wrap up the show. Uh, let's see. I wanted to uh, see if there was anything going down there on a Sunday. Number fifteen, uh, Creighton. They uh, are going to go up against St. John's. Xavier at number seven, Marquette. And a number three at Purdue. They're on the road in Ann Arbor to take on Michigan. Uh, there. Um, let's see. Uh, any other matchups in the uh, Big Ten uh, there on a Saturday uh, besides Illinois, Iowa? Nope. The only one is besides Indiana and a Penn State. Uh, they're back at the Jordan Center for the Nittany Lions. 
Besides that, a Purdue and a Michigan game. Let's see. We also have Maryland against Rutgers. Ohio against Nebraska this weekend as well. Uh, there, mm -hmm. basketball uh, this weekend. Let's see, is there anything uh, in the weekend happening with uh, women's or in Iowa? Take on Caitlin Clark. Oh, nice. Yeah. On Sunday at noon. So. Check that one out Looking on Sunday. See if Illinois can pull off the upset on the road, just like Indiana did. Maybe. You can hope, right? Yeah. Indiana cool. showed us what the, the secret ingredient is. Uh, we saw the formula. Yep. All right, we'll try to go out and execute it, and we uh, move on here on the uh, program, and we close it out with more uh, basketball Let's go to the NBA as the NBA started off their second half to their season. So we'll hit up on that coming up to close out the show. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Winter storms create a higher risk of car accidents, hypothermia, frostbite, carbon monoxide poisoning, and heart attacks from overexertion. Winter storms, including blizzards, can bring extreme cold, freezing rain, snow, ice, and high winds. These storms can last a few hours or several days. Winter weather can cut off heat, power, and communication services for undetermined periods of time. Prepare now for what this winter may bring. This is Sergeant Jared Purcell of the FEM Police Department, wishing all of our area residents a safe and happy winter season. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. A Jacuzzi Bath system fits in your existing tub space. It's a no-mess installation with an amazing style selection, factory-certified installers, and a limited lifetime warranty. Call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. Right now and get 50% off installation with no interest and no payments for 12 months. Replace that old bathtub today with a walk-in shower for a safer bathing experience. If you have lived in your home for over 15 years, it's time to remodel your bathroom. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-717-4599. That's 800-717-4599. 800-717-4599. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled, privileged kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric. And I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9. We're only here on 98.9, which is a, a smidge a bit longer. 
got more stuff to uh, talk about in uh, the uh, podcast. Uh, we got some uh, baseball and NASCAR stuff to get to uh, there in uh, the uh, pod, but uh, I tell you, this computer here is trying to kill the vibes for me, but we're trying to keep it going. I'm trying to keep it going strong here as uh, the uh, NBA is often running in uh, the second half there last night, like Eric mentioned in his sports center hit. The Bulls fall there to the Seas. 129-112 there last night. So uh, Celtics pick up right where they left off, Yep. 44-12 and 12, uh, there. Uh, the Warriors got it done against the uh, Lakers, 128-110. Steph Curry goes off for a 32 in the uh, game. And uh, we had the uh, Nuggets with the win over the Wizards, 130-110. And Nikola Jokic, Goes for 21, 19 rebounds, 15 assists, and uh, he also reached a milestone there last night. And I didn't get uh, the attention until this morning when I saw it on first take, but uh, Jokic has now has a triple double against every team in the NBA. Obviously, besides the Nuggets, but uh, that's just crazy. Like some people. Back in the day, never used to have triple doubles. Now he's got a triple double against everyone in the league. Wow, Jokic is just amazing uh, there, and he accomplished that with that triple double there last night. We also had the uh, Pacers get the uh, win against the uh, Pistons, one twenty nine to a one fifteen. There, the uh, Magic they won over the uh, Cavs, one sixteen to a one oh nine. The Seventy Sixers they. Uh, uh, stumble out of the gates as uh, they lost to the Knicks there, 110 to a 96 there. Uh, Maxi goes for 34, but uh, not enough to beat the uh, Knicks. Raptors over the Nets, 121 to a 93. Uh, Luca and Kyrie combined for 70 of the 123 points last night for Dallas, and one rebound short of a triple double for Luca, 41 and 9 and 11. Uh, there and beat the Suns there last night by 10. Uh, Pelicans beat the Rockets 127-105. Thunder with a nice start to their second half as well. They beat the Clippers 129-107. That was a great matchup to open up the second half as both those teams are tops in the West with the Nuggets. Hornets against one against the Jazz 115-107. And the Kings won over Wimbiama and the Spurs. 127 to 122 was the final score there. So the uh, uh, second half of the NBA is off and running uh, tonight on a national television. You got the uh, Cavaliers going up against the uh, 76ers, and you also got the uh, Bucks going up against the uh, Timberwolves. And that's the nightcap there. Uh, Warriors back in action against the Hornets, Nuggets against the Trailblazers. Uh, the Spurs are in LA to take on the Lakers, Miami. Is at the uh, Pelicans uh, there as well. Uh, action for the weekend, uh, we have an ABC matchup of uh, Celtics versus uh, the uh, Knicks. Also got Timberwolves back in action uh, there on Saturday as well. And on a Sunday, we got a couple games on ABC. Uh, we got uh, the uh, uh, Bucks starting things off with the 76ers, so... Doc Rivers back in Philadelphia. And we also got the Lakers at the Suns back-to-back there. Uh, Mavericks are in Indy to take on the uh, Pacers. 
out of the Thunder against the Rockets. Bulls back in action on Sunday against the Pelicans. And then we also got a game on ESPN as well. Nuggets at the Warriors. And, uh, man, not just a triple header. Quadruple header. What am I thinking? The Kings are against the Clippers that close things out there on Sunday. So uh, get your basketball fix on Sunday with a quadruple header on ABC and ESPN uh, there. So uh, that'll do it here for the uh, show on the terrestrial side. We got some things more to talk about in the uh, podcast. Of course, we got NASCAR to cover this weekend in Atlanta, and we'll be picking that race as well for our NASCAR pick We'll have some entertainment on that race as well, and we'll talk a little bit about baseball as well because we got spring training off and running we got uniform watch and how bad those are and <clears throat> very revealing to say the least are the new uniforms <laughs> so uh we'll probably have something to say about that as well all right we got a coverage uh, of the high school game uh, tonight over on a uh, jack fm regional championship with altamont and weber we got a uh, spring training over on a wcra uh, tomorrow and that is going to be at around noon is when the first pitch is scheduled to be off and a uh, short little pregame show there as well not very long for spring training so uh, that's over on wcra and the Illini are here against Iowa here on 98.9. So uh, we got your fix for you here uh, this weekend. Uh, so we'll be back to a recap it all on a Monday. We'll talk to you in the pod. Coming up next here on ESPN is Carlin versus Joe. Enjoy. Thanks for listening to the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Suzuki the call. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back in to the uh, startup lineup, and we're here on the podcast and overtime. Coming up here, we got some stuff to uh, clean up from the trust show. We also got some NASCAR things to get to as well, mm -hmm. baseball stuff to get to, NASCAR pick'em. Sports history. As well, the state sports history as well. And entertainment. We're going to have entertainment. On NASCAR this weekend, of course. Of course. We got all three series going, including a doubleheader on Saturday. So Trying to keep it hot. Yeah. Back-to-back doubleheaders. <laughs> so, mm. All right. Let's uh, finish up SportsCenter here. Uh, all right. Let's get it. Blackhawks host the Jets tonight. We'll see if the Blackhawks can win. Doubt it. Uh, the Cubs and White Sox go head-to-head -to, -head to open exhibition play. Spring training game at Sloan Park today. Cubs are looking to build upon a solid 2023 season with new manager Craig Council. The White Sox are rebuilding in their second season under Pedro uh, Grief. Rowan Wick takes the mound for the Cubs. Jesse Chavez mans the rubber for the White Sox. Chicago Fire FC kick off their 2024 regular season with a match against Philadelphia Union at Subaru Park tomorrow. So there's that. Subaru Park. Subaru Park. The Seahawks are adjusting their starting quarterback's contract. ESPN reports Seattle has restructured Geno Smith's deal by converting his $9.6 million roster bonus into a signing bonus. The move creates $4.8 million in 2024 salary cap space for the Seahawks. 
but they regret signing him to that contract now, don't they? Uh, Cincinnati Bengals have decided to replace their current turf. The team announced on Thursday that Paycor Stadium will move on from slit film turf and change it to a, quote, field turf core system, end quote. Data shows the previous surface led to more non-contact injuries than any other synthetic turf in the league. Minnesota Vikings and Indianapolis Colts are also moving on from the slit film surface, which means no NFL team will play on the highly criticized ground next season. Hmm. Detroit Piston big man Isaiah Stewart has been suspended three games by the NBA following an altercation in Phoenix last week. Stewart was handed the ban despite criminal charges being dropped for punching Suns forward Drew Eubanks before last Wednesday's game in Phoenix. The incident happened in the parking garage following an argument between the two players before the game. Hmm. The, that good? No, it's not. Uh, the Nets could be getting a new owner, according to ESPN owner Joe Tsai has discussed the possibility of selling a minority stake in the franchise to the Koch family. The family's investment vehicle, 1888 Management, could potentially buy a stake in BSE Global, ties, uh, or size holding company that controls not only the Nets, but also the New York Liberty and the Barclays Center. Barclays Center. Yep, yep. Um, let's see. Oh, the Southeast Conference, Travis. It's handing down a punishment after fans stormed the court following LSU's upset win over Kentucky on Wednesday. LS, uh, SCC is fining LSU $100,000 for the event. LSU knocked off the 17th ranked Wildcats with a last-second basket to prompt the court storming. The university was fined under the SEC's revised access to competition area policy that restricts playing services to athletes, coaches, officials, support personnel, and properly credentialed or authorized individuals at all times. For conference games, fines are paid to the opposing institution. So LSU is going to have to pay Kentucky $100,000 for beating them. <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I have heard. It's uh, the SEC for you. We have no fun in football or basketball. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh. All right. And finally, Travis, this segues into what you were talking about. Major League Baseball is dealing with a growing list of complaints. The Major League Baseball Players Association is ta- talking to its members to gather feedback on the controversy of see-through pants while hoping changes can be made before opening day. The Nike-generated Fanatics-produced uniforms have been dubbed, quote, performance jerseys, end quote, by Commissioner Rob Manfred and were used at last year's All-Star Game. The MLB spokesperson said in a statement that adjustments are being made to the jersey size, waist, inseam, thigh fit, and the bottom of the pants. Yeah, you know, it's... Uh, not great when uh, you can uh, see through mm-hmm. the pants. Uh, yeah. I don't want to see some of that stuff or all of that stuff mm-hmm. going on with the jersey tucked in and yeah. everything else. Yeah. Use your imagination. There's not left to the imagination with these mm-hmm. crappy uniforms. Well, Travis, you this should be this should be fixed. Um. But here's here's what I'm saying. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. You're not going to like this, but that's okay. So, um, if Major League Baseball does not fix this by opening day, I, in solidarity with the players, will be wearing see-through pants on opening day. So, get ready for that. Oh, man. You don't. Yep. We don't want that to happen. No, we don't. None of us do. Oh, man. I'm only kidding, of course, but this needs to get fixed. 
But with that being said, Travis, it says they wore these for the All-Star game last year. Was it not an issue with the All-Star game? I didn't notice it. I didn't either. That's why I'm – what has happened where these jerseys were fine for the All-Star game last year and now there's a big kerfuffle about them. Or was the All-Star game, were they produced by Fanatics? Yes. Hmm. Say that could be one thing that changed. It says here in the article, quote, the Nike-generated Fanatics-produced uniforms have been done performance jerseys by Commissioner Ron Manfred and were used at last year's All-Star game. Hmm. Now, does that mean just the jerseys were made last year by Fanatics and yeah. the pants weren't? I don't know, but... Yeah, I think that could be... Either way, this needs to get fixed. Like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, not good. Not a good look. No. From will be. So, there you go. That's uh, that's all I got. Well, uh, while the actual performance on the uh, field, we'll see what the uh, Cardinals will try out there tomorrow to begin a spring training. Yeah. Cubs starting spring training uh, there. Owen Wick. And Dodgers yeah. off and running there. They scored eight runs in the first inning. Yeah. <laughs> and they no hit them, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was a no hitter, but it was fourteen to one. They beat the Padres. I saw at one point it was eight nothing. Yeah, it was in the first. Ah, uh, that that explains the Snapchat I saw. I <laughs> uh, no, they ended up scoring a run, so okay, seven hits for the Padres, but uh. not the best start. I thought these. I thought they were supposed to open up in, like, Korea or something. The regular season, yes. Oh, the regular season. Yes, the regular season. Hmm. Not spring training. That's why those two teams got to spring training first. Because they're going to have to leave to go to South Korea. Gotcha. Uh, so, they're back in action today. Mm-hmm. Padres and Dodgers in the afternoon with the White Sox and the Cubs uh, there as well. Yep. You said that the Cardinals had a split. Yeah, tomorrow. Split game tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah. So one team will play the Marlins, which we'll have coverage of, and then uh, the other squad against the Mets. Yep. Really hmm. odd to have a split game very first day, but first day, yeah, first, first day. game out. First day. Hmm. Weird. Yep. But that's baseball. It's weird. <laughs> That's baseball. That's baseball. Mm. Well, it's uh, right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cardinals will be opening up uh, four games with the uh, Dodgers soon enough. We go in there and take three of four. Three of four is conservative, by the way, <laughs> from my predictions. You didn't say which team is winning the three of the four, right? I say we. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got entertainment off that, do you, Travis? Shoyotani. Make a pretty penny. Shoyotani who? <laughs> Yamamoto who? Yeah. We'll make him regret signing, not signing with us. Instead, it's gonna be who? <laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna hit for you? Uh, Lars Newbar. There you go. Jordan Walker. Yeah. Mason Wynn. Yep. They're coming. They're coming. Another year. Another year. This is a solid team that can make the postseason. Hey, according to the organization. Hey, they never said anything about advancing in the postseason, just said making it. Just got to get there. Hey, Fangraphs gives them the best chance to win the Central, so. 
Hmm. Yeah. Just open up the checkbook and sign somebody, Travis. <laughs> we did. <laughs> we signed Sonny Gray, Lance Lynn. At this point, all right. I'm I mean, honest. Lance Lynn has had some good content here for the opening of workouts <laughs> and spring training, rolling up to a pink, uh, in a pink uh-huh. Bronco. Uh huh. In all honesty, Travis, at this point, why would you not? Make a call to, if you're the Cardinals, to a Blake Snell. Too much money. You don't even think for a one-year deal. Yeah. I don't know if Snell would go for that, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what he's being offered. <laughs> no Obviously, one Obviously, what he's being offered is not what he's wanting. So they're just going to sit and wait. But the team, it's the biggest game of chicken we've ever seen. Between yeah. the teams and Scott Boris. Yeah, right. It's who's going to flinch first. You said it earlier in the week, but it's not going to be good when these guys finally get on the field. No. They're going to be slow starters. Yeah. I was and half joking when I said they'll be playing for the All-Star game in the, you know, around the All-Star break. Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think you can have entertainment now on how many of them sign after opening day. <laughs> I think the over-under is it too. I probably... I would not doubt that. Two of the four. <laughs> sign after opening day. I would not doubt that. It's ridiculous. Agents are destroying the world, Travis. Destroying the world. Destroying the world of baseball at least. Let me not let me let me I won't go quite crazy, but the world. The world as we know it, yes. Hey. You know, we survived yesterday. Yeah. We survived the cell phone outage of 2024. I, my wife barely made it. <laughs> barely. Yeah, yesterday morning. I I, I made a mistake yesterday morning, and <laughs> I accidentally grabbed her lunch as my lunch. Oh. And so she, I, I was, because I'm a good husband, I was willing to drive back home before she left for work to give her back her lunch. Yes. And that is when she lost phone service and couldn't get a hold of me. And couldn't talk to me. So, she didn't get my message till four hours later that said I was in Dietrich waiting yeah. for her to tell me if she wanted me to meet her at the house or not. Uh-huh. Luckily, <laughs> I came back to the studio and didn't wait for her to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. So. <laughs> All righty. All right, we'll move on here. Uh, go to the state. The state? The All state right. sports history. We'll do this date. On this date in 1980, Eric Hyden wins five gold medals in speed skating, matching the record for most medals won in a single Winter Olympics. On this date in 1994, Bonnie Blair becomes the first U.S. woman to win five golds at the Winter Olympics, as well as the first with gold in the same event in three straight Winter Olympics. Hmm. On this date in 1996, Mario Lemieux and Yamir Yager each score their 50th goal of the season as the Penguins win 5-4 to four over the Hartford Whalers. Mentioned that just yesterday yep. about Austin Matthews. Mm-hmm. And finally, Travis, on this day in 1985, Bobby Knight is ejected for hurling a chair across the court. Uh, I could be wrong been. on that. but it may have been. Uh, 
All right, tomorrow, February 24th, 1980, two days after the Miracle on Ice, Team USA would beat Finland to win gold in the Olympic Ice Hockey Tournament. The tournament's medal round was a round robin instead of a bracket, so the result of this game could have seen the Americans finish anywhere between first and fourth, trailing 2-1 and one in the third period. Team USA scored three unanswered goals to win 4-2 and secure the gold. No one ever talks about that game, though. No, they don't. Uh, February 24th, 2002, Team Canada wins the uh, 20, 2002 Olympic gold medal in hockey by beating Team USA 5-2 in Salt Lake City. And February 24th, 2016, number one Villanova loses to number five Xavier as the Musketeers earn a 90-83 victory. Mm. Xavier, number five. Imagine that. February 25th, 2007, number two Ohio State beats number one Wisconsin 49-48 in Columbus. The game remains the only one-versus-two matchup in Big Ten history, Travis. Wow. Think about that. We are always talking about how great the Big Ten is at basketball. They've had one. Hmm. One versus two matchup in all of the history of the Big Ten. Wow. That's a little surprising. surprising, yeah. Um, February 25th, 2012, number four Kansas beats number three Missouri in overtime in the final meeting of the historic series before Missouri's move to the SEC. Kansas overcomes a 19-point second-half deficit to stun the Tigers. Stun. Stun them. Stun them. <laughs> and finally, Travis, February 25th, 1964, Cassius Clay becomes the new heavyweight champion after beating Sonny Liston. Shortly after the fight, he changes his name to Cassius X, then to Muhammad Ali. Mm. He is the greatest. He's the greatest. And you can play him in WWE 2K24. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. Well, like a butterfly, sting like a bee, all that stuff. All that good stuff. Hmm. All right. And that's sports history. That's sports history. All right. So uh, we move along here to uh, NASCAR. Yep. And uh, go to some entertainment. Yes. We're in Atlanta this weekend, Travis. We have three series. Uh, the trucks kick things off Saturday afternoon. Then the Xfinity series Saturday night. And then finally, the Cup series on Sunday. Weather will not be an issue. Weather looks great. Looks to be hot. Looks to be good. So, I have three things of entertainment for this weekend. Travis, we'll start with the uh, truck race. Give me Ben Rhodes to win, plus 1,200. Ben Rhodes to win. Um, ben Rhodes. For the Xfinity race, give me A.J. Allmendinger to get the win, plus 850. If you want to go with a surefire pick, I think, uh, and you won't get much entertainment out of it, uh, Austin Hill would be tough to beat because he just is a master at these drafting-type races. I mean – like I said, he's won Daytona three in a row. He won one of the Atlanta races, I believe, last year. But his odds are not great, so you're not going to get a whole lot of entertainment value by picking him. Sure. And finally, Travis, uh, for the cup race on Sunday, I have Ricky Stenhouse Jr. to get a top five, plus 450 there. Uh, you know, Stenhouse seems to always be somewhere around at the end of these races. He's either wrecked and in a pile or he's up near the front or <laughs> – Pushing his way up towards the front. So I'm going to go with he's going to be pushing his way up towards the front uh, this weekend. Okay. Pushing his way to the front. Yep. I see you jotting notes over there. What do you got? Uh, well, uh, there was a couple of different things I was jotting down uh -huh. for both the the picks who I was going to go with. Yes. Uh, for a pick em, but. Uh, one thing to not reveal too much about the uh, picks, 
Uh, I would uh, go uh, with some entertainment if I was going to go top five or top ten. Mm-hmm. Maybe top ten because it was still it was a long shot top five. But uh, he had a great Daytona 500. And uh, I would uh, look at Corey LaJoy yep. to potentially – why not? Let's go top five. Top five for Corey? Top five for Corey LaJoy again. Mm. Back-to-back top fives. Mm-hmm. He was in fourth place there. Not bad. Not a bad pick there. Not a bad pick. All right. Speaking of picks, are you? Do you have another one, or are you ready to do picks? No, I'm ready to do. I'm ready to do picks. Alrighty. So I won last week with Justin Haley. Uh, so that makes me two and zero on the season. That means I get to pick first, Travis. And I said it in my NASCAR preview. I'm sticking to my guns. Corey LaJoy is going to be up near the front. I pick Corey LaJoy uh, to possibly <laughs> get the win in this race. See so you pick my. I picked the guy you had entertainment on. That's why I was sitting over here smiling. But I think it's a great pick. He runs up the front of this track all the time, and I think his top five finish in Daytona makes him even gives him even more confidence. Um, as I said at the beginning of the year, Spire Motorsports has a lot of new backing from Gainbridge, bringing in a lot of money. Um, I really like the position Corey LaJoy is in for this weekend to possibly get his first career win. Did First I steal your thunder? Did I, did I take your guy? No. Okay. I'm just kind of back and forth. You just want to pick someone new for entertainment now because you don't want to cheer. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be win-win or lose-lose. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you'd be lose-win. Lose-win or win Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I contemplating whether I want to pull the trigger on this. Still early. Still early. I sure. Let's just let's do it. Uh, you pick Corla Joy. I'm going to go with Brad Keselowski. Ooh. Again, missed out on another Daytona 500. So close. He was right up there at the front, got caught up in another late accident. But he's someone else who does really good at these drafting tracks, and he's someone who I feel is due for a win. Like Chris Buescher, his teammate won all those races last year. I want Brad to win a race on his own team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like I, I feel he's close. So I don't, I don't hate that pick. I would be happy if he won, even though it means I lose. Uh, he's plus twelve hundred. Uh, Denny Hamlin currently is kind of the betting favorites on yeah. a lot of sites. Uh, but truthfully, I almost went with Ryan Blaney. That to me, it's a little early to bust out a Ryan Blaney. I know, but, but I want to. Get back on track. Yeah, you're only down 2-0. You came back from being down, what was it, like 16-2 to at one point last season and won the whole thing. All it takes is a win. We saw it last year. You just get a win and you're in, you're golden. Win and in. Win and gets you those five points. <laughs> so. Alrighty. All right. All right. That's it. I think. 
That's it as well. Yeah, you, you gotta go get ready for a game, don't you? Another one. Another one. Another you are one. DJ Khaled, aren't you? Another <laughs> one. Yeah. Another one. Another one. Out yeah. to my game. Another one. I do. Out to my another. One. Another game. Another That's right. One. To close out the week. Every day this week. So let's close it out strong. And a bonus one on Monday. And now I throw in a bonus one on Monday. And if the guys win. Bonus on Tuesday. Bonus on Tuesday. And we'll go from there. We know next Wednesday you do not have a game. You yes. get that one off, Travis. Guaranteed. Guaranteed no game next Wednesday. It's my next we'll day off. We'll see. We'll see what makes the top three. Uh, so until then, on Monday, we're out of here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Have a great weekend. Peace out. Peace out.